0: All right, good morning, Trace. How's everybody feeling this morning? Uh, As Josiah mentioned, uh, this morning is going to feel different. And I want you to begin to go ahead and prepare for that. Uh, Begin to think through how God may potentially want you to respond to what's said this morning, or maybe to what we sing together this morning, what I'm prompting you to potentially do this morning. And I would tell you this, and I really... I'm careful when I make statements like this to not over sensationalize, but I would tell you last service was one of the most powerful services I've ever seen in the life of our church. And so I want you to begin now praying and preparing. I also want you to know that there have been people that have been praying over you all week. I've had pastors all across this nation praying for this morning. I've had friends that have never walked through the doors of our church praying over this morning, praying for you. Throughout this week, our team has been praying for you. Our team has been fasting even and praying and coming in here throughout the week and praying over the chairs and what God could potentially do in your life. So just understand this. The reason I preface with all of that is this, what you experience today may be on the other end of someone who prayed for you this week. And maybe you will receive something today that you never could have fathomed when you woke up this morning. And so what we're going to do over the course of this morning is we are going to revisit the steps of faith that we have taken together during this Plus One series. And I know that by talking with so many of you that God really has used this series to challenge you. And some of you have taken God up on those challenges. Some of you have made some bold moves in your faith. Some of you have taken some steps of faith that you've never taken, but others potentially are still hesitating. And so when I was processing through over the last couple of weeks, how I wanted this morning to go, I was thinking about many of you. i was also thinking about where I was at one point in my life. I was thinking about you And how you may potentially still be hesitating when it comes to following through on what God has asked you to do. And so what we're gonna do this morning as we revisit those steps of faith together, we're gonna add an element of worship to them. And that element of worship will come through both song and it will come through an invitation for you to move. And I would tell you there's a lot of movement that's going to happen in this room this morning. So just go ahead and kind of be comfortable with that, be ready for that. And so if we were to go back and we were to revisit week one, we determined together as a church that the priority of Jesus should always be our priority. And thankfully for us, Jesus made his priority crystal clear. He said that he came to seek and save those who were lost. Jesus said he was willing to leave 99 people that already loved him and that were already devoted to him to go after the one lost person that had not received or understood his saving grace. Jesus tells us a story about a father. And this story is, it's a parable representing our heavenly father. And he shows us the heart of a father that really is hard for many of us to fathom. He talks about how there was a son who ran away from his father. He disgraced his father first, then ran away and made a wreck of his life. But when he came to his senses and turned around and started to come home, his father didn't just wait for him to make it up to the front porch. His father saw him while he was still a long way off and he ran out and embraced him. And that story represents the heart of our heavenly father. And no matter how far you have run from God and believe it or not, even if you have disgraced God, if you will turn around, Bible calls it repentance and come back in the direction of your heavenly father, he will run out and embrace you. The radical love of God. I want you to think of it this way. Jesus leveraged his entire life, his entire life to the point of death so that we would never die. Jesus gave up everything, don't miss it, so that everyone would have a moment in the future to receive his saving grace, salvation, the hope of heaven. When he hung on that cross, he imagined you. Now, There was a lot coming after Jesus to keep him from this mission, but nothing, you need to know this, nothing would keep him from his mission. Why? Because of his great love for you. They came after him when he was a baby to kill him. When he fulfilled his ministry and his calling, those closest to him betrayed him, denied him and abandoned him to a cross. Ultimately, they nailed Jesus to two pieces of wood, two cross beams of wood, and left him to die, but death wouldn't hold him because of his love was too great for us. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. It chases us down. He fights until we're found. (laughs) He's willing to leave the 99. None of us deserve it. Not one of us can do anything to earn it, but yet he still gives his life away. Well, in week two, we determined that we wanted to give God full access to our lives. That there would be no areas off limits when it came to the Holy Spirit's guidance in our life. Now it's one thing to say that, but as we utter those words, many of us had to acknowledge that there have been some areas or at least an area that we have kept off limits to the Holy Spirit's guidance. On one hand, we would say, God will take all of this. We love all of these things that you offer, but when it comes to this area or these areas of my life, I got it, I got it. And we acknowledge together as a church family that, The Holy Spirit wants to guide us somewhere good. And so we gotta stop fighting him. We we gotta stop stiff arming him and keeping him from leading us in every single area of our life. God never called us to surrender some, he called us to surrender all. And we looked at the proverb that if you ask me, states it more clearly than I ever could when Solomon said, trust in the Lord with all, everybody say all all your heart and acknowledge him or do, and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all, everybody say all, in all your ways, not just the ways that you choose, but in every single area, every single aspect of your life, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make straight your paths. God's spirit is trying to guide us to somewhere good. He didn't just come to give us eternal life. He came to show us a better way of life, amen? Sometimes in the church, we're guilty in focusing too much on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Instead of simply realizing the Holy Spirit in and of Himself is a gift. It's the presence of God coming to live inside of us. He is here, He is here. Why in the world would we ever wanna fight the presence of God in our life that is attempting to encompass us with His love and to guide us to somewhere good? We must stop fighting the Spirit's guidance in our life and surrender all to Him. During this next song, I'm going to invite many of you to come forward and show a posture of surrender you remember if you were here when I preached that particular sermon I talked about how we don't do this particular posture enough and I knelt down on stage and see when we kneel down it's almost an immediate reminder that Jesus is not just our Savior he's our Lord that he's called us to surrender our life to him to pick up our cross deny ourselves daily and follow him and it's just not a posture that we exercise enough in our Christian walk and so I'm just gonna let you know this, like last service, I invited people to come forward and I thought a few people would. This entire area was so full that we had to rope off all the chairs in the front row. That's why they're all roped off. And we went and got every pillow we could find in this place and put them on the floor up here. So I wanna encourage you in a few moments to come up here and allow a posture of surrender, remind you, yes, Jesus is your savior that we need to be absolutely grateful for, but he's your Lord came to guide you. He gave you his Holy Spirit to show you and to guide you. During this song, I want you to open yourself up to the presence of God attempting to still reveal to some of you the area of your life that you've kept off limits to him. The area that you know, we don't need, you know, I don't need to convince you of anything. You already know where it's like, I know I'm still following my own way Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I'm showing you the way to your heavenly father. Not, to, not just to his home, but to his heart. And so I'm going to pray for us right now. And as we sing this song, I want to invite you to come forward. And as soon as I walk off this stage, I'm going to kneel down right here. I don't practice this posture enough in my own personal walk with Jesus. I want to invite you to come forward and kneel down. And if you need to wait a little while for people to, Get out of the way and move, then do that. Kneel down wherever you're at. You can find any place in this room. But I pray that this posture reminds us that we need God. I'm gonna pray right now, but I'm gonna keep my eyes open. I wanna encourage you to keep your eyes open, okay? God, we don't wanna fight with you any longer. God, we want to invite you to guide us in every aspect of our lives. We wanna welcome your Holy Spirit. We wanna be encompassed by your love. God, some of us this morning need a fresh start. I remember what that was like. Not feeling worthy of your forgiveness, not feeling worthy of your grace, only paying attention to all my mistakes and failures. If that's somebody this morning, and I have no doubt that it is, that you would allow your Holy Spirit to fall afresh on us. Holy Spirit, we need your presence. It's your your name we pray. Amen. Let's just stay right there. God, we believe a miracle can happen now because the spirit of the Lord is here. Father, I think about the different miracles that somebody might need in this room right now. I, I think about the person that's been pleading with you in their prayer life. Somebody that's been asking for you over and over, maybe to take an ailment, a sickness, a diagnosis. We know what you're capable of God, and we pray for what we know you're capable of. God, would you bring a miracle to the people that are pleading with you this morning? The single mom that needs just a little bit more help. Doesn't feel like she's being a good parent. She can't do it all, God, that you would just give her an abundance of your favor and love and support. You'd bring other people around that family. God, I pray for the person that's struggling financially right now. Your miracle for their life would be provision in maybe very unique ways. I think about the teenager in this room that knows that they started down the wrong path and they desperately want to make some changes, but they feel stuck in the path that they've started. God, I pray that their miracle you'd give them would be the boldness and the, and the strength and the courage to step away, to step out of that path and to start a new one towards you. God, we believe a miracle can happen now because your spirit is here pray this in Jesus name. Amen. I want to encourage you guys go ahead and make your way back to your seats and you're going to have another opportunity in a few moments that if you want to come back up and take on that posture again, if you want to, for those of you that didn't come forward and feel still feel led to come forward, we're going to give you another moment later in the service to come forward and Experience that. I think it's an important posture. <laughs> well, in week three, we talked about what it would look like to trust God with our whole hearts, not just part of our heart. And we determined that God will never be first in our life. He'll never be first in our heart if he's not first when it comes to our finances. And you can see through the life of Jesus and what he taught, that this was really clear. a really clear point that he made for us. Maybe the clearest thing that he ever said on the subject is where your treasure is, your heart will always follow. It's an inescapable truth that our heart will always follow our finances. And so if we want God, if we desire God to be first in our life, he's gotta be first in our finances. And we looked at a particular scripture together It's the only place in the entire Bible where God says, test him. And he says this when it comes to to tithing, to setting aside the first 10% and giving it to God. And you know, as a church, we gave you a tithing challenge. And we said that, hey, if you'll just try this and trust God by setting aside the first 10% of all the money that he gives you, because it's all his, all we're doing is stewarding it for him for a little bit of time while we're on this earth. That if you'll trust God, We gave you a 90 day challenge. And if you don't see God's faithfulness, if you don't see his favor, if you don't see him show up for you in unique ways that we as a church will give you your money back after 90 days, it's a promise that we're still standing on today. And please listen to me because some of you maybe are here for the first time and I don't have any relational equity with you. My motivation is never to get you to give money to this church. My motivation is to show you what it looks like for God to have your whole heart. That's why I've made the statement, "If you don't give here, then give somewhere, because the most important aspect of this particular conversation is making sure that we're trusting God with the number one thing that we have a tendency to not trust Him with, the number one thing that we have a tendency to hold on to for ourselves. In just a few moments, well, let me back up and say this. We put our money where our mouth is when we gave you that challenge, and that day we gave away $20,000. Wasn't the best day to miss church, amen, yeah. And we gave $20,000 away in envelopes that had a $20 bill, a 50 or a 100, and we encouraged you to start praying for God to send you to show you somebody that needed a tangible blessing in their life, to show you someone that maybe just needed to know in a moment of desperation that God still saw him. And so many of you have already been sharing those stories and you've shared them. And as you've shared them with me, all I can hear is divine appointment that God knew who he wanted to put in your path. And I hoped and I prayed and I continue to pray that God still uses that envelope challenge to show you how your generosity and how your giving can often make a way to Jesus. For those of you that still have those envelopes, man, I hope you're still praying over them every single day. God, send me, show me who needs this. In just a few moments, I'm going to encourage those of you that have come prepared today to bring your commitment cards forward and drop them in these planters. And remember, we're dropping them in these planters as a reminder that we're cultivating good soil. We're cultivating good soil. We're preparing a place, a future home for people that we love that maybe right now are far from God or disgracing God or running from God, but we're preparing a place for them to come home to one day. Now, I've also been thinking about this moment for those of you that are new and it's like, what's going on? I've missed this whole thing (laughs) and we get it. And I know this might feel a little bit awkward, but here's what you need to know from me right now. We don't want anything from you. If you're a guest with us today, we're truly honored that you've joined us and we hope today is a blessing for you. It's what you needed. So we don't expect anything from you, but you should also know this, that we've been praying for this moment. Many people in this room right now have been praying and asking God to show them what they could sacrifice, what they could set aside so they could bring forward a sacrificial offering and a commitment because we're preparing to buy our future home. This lease on this space ends in a year. And so we're preparing for our future home to purchase a future home for us. Now, uh, and I think I'm supposed to say this (laughs) for those that are watching online um, and you wanna make a commitment, we wanna give you that opportunity too. And so if you wanna make a commitment and then send it to this email at plus1tracechurch.com, you can do that. We invite you to do that. We know we have an online church family as well and we're so thankful for each and every one of you guys. Now I need to say something. I'm gonna try to keep it together here because I wanna be so sincere. For those of you that have taken this seriously, for those of you that have sat down with your spouse and you've wrestled together over this, for those of you that have asked God, God, what is it you're you're calling me to give up? What are some preferences that I can set aside so that I can invest more in your kingdom? I had some people come up to me last service and say that they were wrestling over this all the way up until this morning of what God was calling them to give. And I pray that this season of You seeking God on this particular subject has been a refining moment for you in your faith. But you need to hear this from me in my heart. I am so thankful for you. I am so incredibly thankful for your willingness to make this commitment today. I am so incredibly thankful. And what I wanna do, it's not something I do very often, but I wanna pray a blessing over you. I wanna pray because of your willingness to sacrifice and to make a commitment and set aside preferences. I wanna pray that God blesses you. I wanna pray that God allows you to feel his favor in unique ways. And I'm not talking about financial provision. If it's needed and it's necessary, then I hope the blessing comes that way. But maybe, Maybe the blessing is an opportunity. Maybe the blessing that I'm gonna pray for is for God to bless your business and elevate and increase your influence so that you can leverage it for the sake of pointing more people to Jesus. And I wanna take it a step further. I'm gonna pray that blessing over you, but I also have asked our worship team to sing a song called The Blessing Over You. It's a blessing right out of the scriptures almost word for word. And we're going to sing that song over you as you bring your commitment cards forward. And I want to take that a step even further. I've asked some people to be available over here to pray a specific blessing over your life and wherever you feel like you need it right now. My wife will be over here. Dr. T, his wife, Kirsten, John, one of our prayer warriors. We've asked a couple of, I had to go find more people. Uh, after the last service to come forward and pray. Some of our staff's gonna be up here and willing to pray over you because there was a line all the way down this aisle of people waiting to receive a blessing prayed over them. And so I want you to come forward and ask for that blessing. You need to know this from your pastor. I came forward. I came forward and received a blessing in the last service. And some of you guys are like, well, what did you ask for? Don't be nosy, okay? I want God... Bless your faithfulness. I want him to bless your sacrifice. I want him to bless your commitment. I'm gonna pray for that right now. And when I'm done, I wanna encourage you to bring your commitment cards forward. If you wanna come over and ask for a blessing to be prayed over you, I wanna give you that opportunity. And then when you make your way back to your seats as a sign of showing God that you're willing to receive that blessing, whatever it is, I just pray that you show him through a posture of receiving as we sing this song the blessing over you. God, right now, God, I want to hear stories of how you've blessed people because of their willingness to lean in your direction in this particular area. God, I want them to feel your favor. And when and if necessary, God, show them your provision. Take care of their needs as you promise. Show them how you like to give your kids good things. Father, I pray that this exercise of faith has caused us to have hard conversations that have ultimately allowed us to move in your direction instead of further away. And so in this moment, God, as we sing this song, the blessing as people come forward and ask for a particular blessing, we pray for your presence, Father, to be in this room and let us have a heart and a spirit and a mind to receive it. Pray this in Christ's name, amen. Father, this morning, people came and prayed for fertility. People prayed for broken marriages, for your blessing in their life. People asked for prayer and blessing in one of their kids' lives that's running away from you right now. This morning, people asked prayer for a pregnancy and there's some fear around it and not sure what is gonna happen. Father, your favor, your blessing, your favor. We know what you're capable of. So God, we pray for what we know you're capable of, for healing where it's needed, God, for waywardness in our own souls and spirits, for forgiveness, or where we've tried to push you out, haven't accepted your guidance. Thank you, God, for your promises. I pray that we would open our spirit this morning to receive those blessings, to receive your favor. God, I happen to believe that you don't just make things happen for us. And so in whatever areas that we need to lean in your direction, would you make it clear? I love the proverb that says that when we pray, God, you lean down to listen. Shows the posture of an intimate father who wants to hear from his children. Thank you, God. You can have a seat. I'm gonna lead us into a time of response right now. And as I do, I wanna remind you of week four and five. In week four, we talked about how we wanted to have a greater devotion to the Word of God. Do you remember this? And we started a reading plan together. Some of you right now are thinking, crap, I already stopped, like I already failed. You can't fail at following Jesus. Oftentimes we use that kind of performance language, right? And the enemy wants to convince you that you can fail. And so let's just use this as an example. If you haven't been following with us or you started and you stopped, just get back into his word. You can pick up with us on the reading plan, but just get back into his word. Hear the voice of your father in heaven. Get to know his heart. Remember how we talked about this word, "proskarterios"? it's a Greek word for devotion. It's this unwavering pursuit, this tenacity to hold on to something and not let it go. That's, That's what God wants us to do with his word. He's not waiting to see if you do it so he can determine if you're a good Christian or not. He's inviting you to experience his heart and his presence. He wants you to know, not just here, but he wants you to know of his great love for you. He's got a purpose for you. He's trying to guide you to somewhere good. And then last week we talked about how we all need a plus one how we're cultivating good soil, how we are preparing a future home because we believe that what we do now will determine who we get to meet in heaven one day. And so we need to be more diligent at times with praying for people that we know that don't know Jesus, that haven't experienced and received a saving grace. And so I encourage each of you to have a plus one in your life that you would pray for over and over and over and over and over, and over again. That your prayers often can cultivate good soil. Your prayers actually prepare the way of maybe a point in their life, whoever your plus one is, where they will finally open their eyes and ears and receive the love of God, receive the good news of Jesus. Today, as we experience communion together, and if you're new here, the way that we do it here at Trace is... We've got tables all around this room and on those tables, there's a cracker that represents the body of Christ and there's some juice that represents his blood. And we come back to the cross every single Sunday together as a church family, because I'm afraid that if we don't, if we don't come back to the cross, it starts to lead to concessions in our life, compromises in our life that we need to be reminded of our commitment that we made to Jesus that he was willing to give up everything so that everyone could have an opportunity at some point in their life to receive his saving grace. And it's beautiful the fact that that grace is a free gift given to you, but it didn't come cheap, did it? And the cross reminds us of what that cost actually was. During these next two songs, I'm not gonna get back up and say anything until I get up to dismiss us. We're gonna sing two songs together. And these songs sing of God's faithfulness and his goodness. Anybody looking forward to singing of God's faithfulness and goodness this morning? Yeah. During this time, you're gonna see two baptisms take place too. We had two baptisms last service. Yeah, you can give it up for that. And I want you to do just that as we're worshiping together and we see these baptisms that we celebrate with these people that we're willing to be obedient and going through what is a resemblance of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. You go underneath that water as a sign to die to your way of life, to come out of the up, up out of that water to walk a new life in Christ. Beautiful resemblance. But I also want to encourage you that if you didn't come forward and you felt led to, if you still want to come down and kneel, if you want to come forward and receive somebody praying a blessing over a particular area of your life, um, over the next two songs, feel free to do that. We want, we want this to be an open time where you can feel free to move and respond in several different ways. And so when I pray for us in just a moment, um, don't feel like you even have to come forward immediately to participate in communion. Feel free to sit in your chair a little while. Over the next two songs, you will have the opportunity to respond. So I'm gonna pray for us right now and we're gonna respond together. We're gonna sing of God's goodness and his faithfulness. Lord, you are good. God, you are faithful. I think about that personally, God. I think about how you, your goodness has been shown to me over the years, even in the midst of heartache and pain and sometimes some dark seasons. God, I'm so thankful for your faithfulness and your promises, your mercies that you tell us are renewed every morning. God, we come back and we remember the cross now because I think it's essential in our walk with Jesus that we remember The penalty that had to be paid, our penalty, that without him going to that cross and ultimately defeating death, we would never have the promise of new life and eternal life. So right now, God, we want to sing you praises. We want to sing of your faithfulness and your goodness, God. We pray that this is a blessing to you. You're not forcing any of us to do this. And so as we do it freely, we pray it's a blessing to you. We pray that it glorifies you. And in these moments, we're reminded that it's all about you. Thank you. Pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Feel free to respond over the next two songs. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Come on, somebody. I don't want this to end. I don't want this to end. But we do got another service. You can come back if you want. You can. Guys, thank you for being a part of this. Um, I've been just thankful for God I specifically asked God to lead me in a different direction when it came to this service and I'm thankful that we have a church and that you are flexible and we understand like we don't need to polish this out every time right and just allow God and his spirit to move and I, I'm sorry I don't do this more often I want to remind you of a couple of things um, we're giving away free t-shirts today so yeah I hope, that, I hope that's not the only reason he came Uh, Those are outside. And so you can go grab one of those. But I want to let you know of a few things. Next week, we kick off a series called Heaven. This is the way. Hashtag Mandalorian. If you know, you know, right. And I would tell you that this will be a series that would be an easier invite for you to invite a friend. Because even people that maybe are kind of disenfranchised with the church and not sure if they trust places like this or people like me. A lot of people are curious about heaven. A lot of people are. And so I would encourage you to invite people. We specifically put those invitation cards on your seats today, because I really do think that this is a great opportunity for you to invite somebody to come. And I also wanna give you a heads up about Easter. I don't wanna be too long winded here, but I've had so many conversations here recently where people are just struggling to come back and give a church another chance because of the spiritual manipulation and abuse and church hurt that they've experienced over the years. And so I've decided this year, our Easter theme will be, it's not supposed to be this way. And so if you have friends that struggle with the idea of church and trusting places like this and people like me, we understand that. And so this Easter, we're absolutely gonna pay attention to the resurrection of Jesus, but the theme will be, it's not supposed to be this way. Right after Easter, we're gonna start a series called Live No Lies, a study on Satan. And so as you can hear, uh, we've got some very important things coming up as a church. I hope you don't miss a single Sunday if you can help it. Also a reminder that next week we've got our Becoming a Trace luncheon. I teach that personally. If you're new here to Trace and wanna know me a little bit better and give me an opportunity to know you a little bit better, I wanna encourage you to come back next week. And uh, you need to register for that on our app, but let us know. And I'd love to invite you to make that your next step, come and be a part of that Becoming a Trace luncheon. Really appreciate that. Guys, I'm super thankful for you love you. Thanks for being a part of this morning. Hopefully it was a gift to you, was to me, has been to me. And so until next week, 8.30, 10 or 11.30, go be a Trace.